Well, money makes the world go round and round. And here I thought it was angular momentum. There's no such thing as free in this life. So if you find it cheap, you'd better start collecting. Cause everybody wants to have the new sensation. And every day we're living on our billboard dreams. But fancy houses and king-size yachts don't make you matter. But I'm starting to see most people don't agree. But they are just magpies with the bright lights. They can't see what they want. So they reach for the shiniest thing they found on the ground. And they hold it up and say, hey, look at this. I don't know what it is, but I'm just so proud of it. I know you can't touch it, because I swear that it's mine. Oh, well, hey, look at this. I don't know what it is, but I'm so in love with it. I know you can't touch it. I swear that it's mine, because I saw it shine first. Glitter in the air, we are strangers. I had nothing, and I liked it that way. Thank you. I'd like to say we're hipsters, but we're mostly just alcoholics. <laughs> okay. Um, welcome to Something Alive podcast. I'm Carvajal. I'm here with Mike and Sophia. Here we recap the performances from Something at Producciones. <laughs> All right. And uh, those of you out there who are listening to this probably know, but if you don't, um, a little bit about Something at Producciones. It's a homegrown effort to present art, performing arts to our community, to our friends, to other artists. Um, with some upcoming artists out there, and I think we had a good couple of uh, performances last night. What do you think? Definitely, definitely. We had um, Anna Luxon come out from the Midwest. Actually, she hails from the Midwest, but she's living in LA now. Um, she's an amazing guitarist and a classically trained vocalist who has an amazing range. Um, so she gave a great performance yesterday. We also had Melissa Kaplan, aka Daggers McKenzie, come out, and she's also uh, an amazing guitarist and a really impressive juggler, um, juggling everything from balls to swords. Very impressed. Yeah, she's gonna be um, taking her one-woman show to Edinburgh Fringe Festival next week. Uh, we encourage everybody to Google Daggers McKenzie, check out her her um, Facebook, check out her um, performances. Into her. No. Yeah, I think she also has a website out, and there's reviews also for her show out there. So um, look for her, try to fund her. Um, that way, we can also she could bring it here to LA. Uh, from the performances we heard last night, um, it sounds like a very interesting, very well thought out, fun show. Yeah, and I don't get to see people juggle um, daggers that often, and we saw it. It was pretty cool, right there in Holy Grounds. Yeah. Okay. So we'll start off with Anna Luxon, we'll show uh, a Q&A that she did with Aurelio, the MC that came down. Yeah, funny guy Aurelio, he's, uh, he's a good guy and he's been kind enough to MC our performances and he's growing into, the, growing into his role really well. Yeah. Um, and then we'll hear some performances from her as I drink my Spindrift Seltzer, 10 calories made with raspberries that 
Mike and Sophia have so kindly given to me right now, and then we'll come back. Okay. (laughs) So, speaking of, like, love and stuff. Sometimes you love somebody and they're like, nope, and you're like, okay, sweet, thanks. Um, And this is kind of one of those songs, and it's like, you just keep, there's this little tiny piece of you that's still like, but but maybe, but I, and the other person's like, nope, and you're just like, but, and then it kind of just like goes back and forth. But then like, sometimes like you get vibes, right? And you get the mixed signals and you're like, oh, so there is a, there's not a, I'm confused. And that's why there's pizza. So this song is kind of about that. And um, and, uh, this song is called, I Want You. Tell me you're sorry when I know you're not It's a little exhausting I'm getting tired of this Push and pull my heart can't resist But at the same time I know This is bullshit And it's not worth it Cause I know where I stand and it's not with you for me Cause this time I want you Don't tell me you're happy when I know you're not It's a little insulting See the look in your eyes when you spot her every damn time. And I go quiet, cause I know I don't wanna love you like this, but I know where I stand, and it's not with you. My heart is coming up with all these excuses, and I can't tell the difference between what I want and what's actually good for me. Thank you. 
Yeah, thank you guys. You know, I'm not sure. I don't know you guys very well, but uh, I feel you guys very well. And I'm taken, so I'm not trying to hit on you guys or nothing. You know? um, before we bring up Anna again, I wanted to ask you some questions. I don't know if you'd like to come up here and answer some, or I don't know if you'd like to ask me some questions. Nah. Can we get a big hand for Anna Luxing again? Hello again, it's me. Hey, so um, I was wondering if you had any formal training for those vocals, as well as those vocals. I do, thank you. Um, yes, actually, I just graduated in December. Uh, I've been at college for the last three years. Um, I have, <coughs> it's like the longest bachelor's degree ever. I have a bachelor's degree in music theory and composition with a minor in creative writing. And yay, clapping, because I graduated and didn't die. Um, and yeah, so when you go to school for music, you have to, this is like a really long answer. Yes, I have training. Um, no, when you go to school for music, you have to choose a, an applied instrument. That's what you study. Um, and so my instrument that I studied, along with all like the composing and the writing and stuff, was voice. So for the last three years, I have been in like operas and musicals and all that other nonsense, like big puffy gowns and corsets. It's great. It's like applied theory, right? It's like you're just using what you learn to utilize your craft. Your exactly, yeah. exactly. Because I also teach music, so I'm going to have a teaching moment. You can use classical technique and like classical academic vocal training in any genre of music, and so that's kind of what I did. I worked with my vocal professor, and um, she knew that I actually kind of tried to keep the whole like pop singer thing under the radar for like the first year of school and I managed to do it. And then I did a radio show and one of my friends passed by my professor's office while I was in there for a lesson and she was like, oh hey, I heard you on the radio. And I was like, shit, no you didn't, no you didn't, no one was supposed to know, no. Um, but then my professor asked me, she was like, wait, you were on the radio? And I was like, mm, yes, I was on the radio. Please, I'm sorry, I wasn't singing opera, I was singing pop music. And she's like, oh, that's great. And I was like, oh. Okay, I like this. So then we actually started to work with like pop songs and blues songs and like bring everything other than just classical music into my lessons, which was really cool. So now that I've given you like the 20 page version of the answer, yes, I have classical training. Thank you so much for asking. Um, <laughs> I started playing guitar. Well, it, you read it in my bio. Oh, that's right. <laughs> um, I started playing guitar in 2004. So about 11 years right now. Mostly self-taught, but I did study some in college. Um, what were your musical influences? So many. Um, I had this phase when I was like 13 that like all that I wanted to listen to was Linkin Park. Um, I still listen to Linkin Park sometimes. Don't judge. Okay, thank you. Thank you, right? And hey, I uh, once had this huge fight with my sister about this Nickelback CD. But we don't talk about that. Um, but yeah, so like, it's kind of funny that because I was writing stuff like that, but I was listening to like Linkin Park, Evanescence, Three Doors Down, Rammstein, um, and like other, and right now I'm kind of on a classic rock kick, but then I was kind of on a blues rock kick. So like I try to listen to, I will give anything a try. Um, I really, really will. So I have a lot of musical influences because then I also have like classical composers and stuff like that too. So I sort of bring a lot of stuff into, but probably my favorite 
The ones that I get compared to, that's actually the easiest thing for me to say. The ones that I get compared to a lot are um, Tracy Chapman. And I used to get Alanis Morissette a lot. And I actually, <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned Taylor Swift, Melissa, because I got a lot of teenage girls. They were like, oh my gosh, you remind me so much of Taylor Swift. And at the time, that was. <laughs> okay. Um, at the time. <laughs> At the time, that was when Taylor Swift was like super hardcore country, and I was like, okay, thank you. Um, but, you know, so like, I don't know. I don't really know who my musical influences are because I have like all of them. Except for Skrillex. <laughs> That's actually life goals, and I should have tried this out tonight, but life goals for me are when people ask me, who are your musical influences? I want to be able to, hang on, I'm gonna take a minute to compose myself. So ask me that question again. Who, who are your musical influences? Green Day, Nickelback, and Skrillex. I actually did it with a straight face, that's great! <laughs> Except no one laughed, so that kind of ruined it, but that's fine. I'm, it's a work in progress. This is why I'm not a comedian. You, but people laugh at your, I laugh at your jokes. We can be friends. I'll laugh at your jokes. Cool. Nailed it. Oh, not all of it, hopefully. <laughs> I'm playing like this really happy song. He's like sitting in the corner sobbing. <laughs> like, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I'm, well, I have a lot of projects, actually. I'm performing a lot. Uh, just moved here from Chicago. Said that already. And I have a lot of like songwriting projects. I'm working on my second album. Um, I, that's Magpies, that's the first single from that, and also the only one that I have recorded. <laughs> so it's, I'm really working on it. Um, but then I'm also doing, like, composer-y things, and I'm working on an, uh, an opera right now as well. So that's gonna take forever. So, yes. Those are my projects. Oh! <laughs> so I have five tattoos right now. Um, this one is one of my spirit totems. It is a raven, and it goes along with this tattoo on my left arm, which is the cycles of the moon. And so, um, for me, meaning-wise, um, raven deals a lot with, like, staying grounded and being firm in, like, logic and masculine energy, and then you also have the moon. And then I am planning on getting a river otter, which is my other spirit totem. And that one has to do with like feminine energy and the sun and um, intuition and wisdom. So like my left side is like magic, logic, and masculine energy. And then my right side is like wisdom, feminine energy, and um, intuition. So it's kind of like pulling apart a yin yang and like putting them on either side of my body. Then, I, um, I had to think about it. I was like, what tattoos have I not talked about yet? Um, I have this one here on my chest, which is in my handwriting. It says, sorrow not, because um, it's just kind of a reminder. I got it the first week of my last semester, because I was like really depressed about having to go back to school. And, um, <laughs> right, everybody's like, <laughs> college. Um, so then it was just kind of a reminder to myself that as bad as some things can feel and as tough as things can get, it will get better. And then I just got my first California tattoo a couple weeks ago, and it starts here, and it's also in my handwriting, and it says, follow the little voice in your head. 
Um, I know. It's like, oh, that's so cute. Um, and that one was actually, <laughs> I have a horoscope app on my phone. Um, and that was a line from this particular day that I like was just like really sort of struggling with like, what am I doing with my life? And like that line just really stood out to me. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get that as a tattoo and just kind of a reminder to myself to always sort of like go with my intuition and go with that and trust that. And, and all of the words, except for the word head, are upside down because following your intuition, following the voice in your head isn't always straightforward and it doesn't always make sense. So those are my tattoos. I'm a Libra. Yay! Yay, I'm a Libra! It's okay. Now you guys know more about me than I think you probably ever wanted to know. I also have cats. I enjoy candlelit dinners and long walks on the beach. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Does anybody have a yes. I do teach. Currently, actually. So I have a lot of things. I've done workshops um, with youth on integrating arts and music into the community for positive social change. Um, so there's that, which I really, really love doing. And that's with like middle schoolers and high schoolers. And then currently I'm also a music teacher over at a small school in St. Gabriel. Um, and that is like voice, piano, and guitar. And you're like teaching them how to be musicians. Um, which I'm like, I'm still figuring that out, but sure, let's pretend together. Um, and yeah, so with teaching, it's really just like, the biggest thing for me is that music has played such a huge role in my life, and I don't want it to sound like the whole cliche, I just want to pay it forward and pass it on, but it's really been very emotionally and spiritually influential for me, and I want other people to be able to, if that's what they want, to have that tool because songwriting especially has been a huge mode of like expression and like poetry and um, processing through a lot of the heavier things in my life so if I can sort of help other people to also invest in that I think that's really awesome um, and I have students like I have three-year-olds and then I have students who are like in their 50s so it's the whole range yeah <laughs> So you remember when I um, told you guys that I wrote that really super like depressing song because I was having trouble one semester and I was like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. And then I wrote myself a song that was like, yeah, it'll be okay. This is that song. And it's called If You Need. I won't say that I will catch you. That assumes that you might fall. But I'll be here to hold you up if you need And though the world may crumble down Everything may fall to pieces You are always whole and complete So keep your eyes up to the sky Hold on to hope that there's a future You are never as alone as you may and if you feel you can't go forward, take a moment, take a breath. It's better to move on than start again. Why waste time trying to change the past if tomorrow's all there is? 
But the only place you go is where you've been Well, in a world of perfect strangers It's so easy to forget That there may be someone who understands And I'm not saying that it's simple, yeah you go is where you've been and why hold on to things that slip away when you should just let go you think these memories of pain are all you are but it's not until they're gone that you really know so I'm not saying I will catch you Assumes that you might. Thank you. All right, this is actually my most recent song, and it's about a boy. Um, and I really wanted to challenge myself to write a song where I was completely and entirely vulnerable. Because it's really easy as songwriters to like talk around what you're going through. Um, so I was like, okay, I'm going to just write a song where I just lay it all out on the table. And I don't try to get flowery. I just sort of like emotionally vomit, for lack of a better term. <laughs> and I was like, oh, great. Now this song will be associated with throwing up. Just kidding. All right. It's called Standing Right Here. You're the closest thing I have to call home But you'll never know Cause I'm afraid that loving you will pull me too far from my comfort zone You're the nearest that I've come to true love But I'll never say Cause I'm afraid that loving you will only end up hurting me and even if I could find the words what good would it be you're so caught up in your ideals that you'll never see me I'm standing right here in front of your eyes where I been the whole time I'm standing right here holding my heart hoping that I haven't come this far for you just to be sent away because you're afraid to 
you felt even the smallest of things would you ever tell cause I would risk all that I had if it meant I'd have you instead but even if you were mine to hold why would you want me you're so swept up in your own thoughts that you can't say what we could be but I'm standing right here in front of your eyes where I've been the whole time I'm standing Hoping that I haven't come this far For you to say it won't happen To tell me it could never work But how can you know If you don't try it first So I'm standing right here In front of your eyes Where I've been the whole time I'm standing right here holding my heart cause I don't have anywhere to go and I don't want anyone but you so please don't send me away because you're afraid Thank you. And he's gay too, but he didn't know for like every latest shirt. <laughs> he had a share shrine at his house, but he thought he, he thought he was straight. <laughs> but that dude, yeah, he's the same thing. He's like, he's ruthless on the fucking ropes. I tried to hang with him and I was in good shape. And I was like, God damn, Danny, how the fuck you do this? And he's just, just skipping his rope. Come on, come on, go, go. And the thing is, he doesn't look like, he's not toned or nothing. He just can fucking aerobics. He aerobicizes like, Constantly, Tomorrow. like Richard Simmons. Yeah, yeah. Richard Simmons. It, and it is. He's he he never stopped believing in that Richard Simmons style aerobics. He he's not updated nothing. Fuck. Yeah, but he still leaves his classes and he's good. He's that's cardio motherfucker. I would look at Richard Simmons and I would just be like, how the fuck are you selling all these videos? And same things. Like Richard Simmons doesn't look like he's in shape, but he would wear us out. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> he would he would work. Us out. Uh-huh. But I'm like the whole look to him because I'm like you know usually like when you see uh what is it Tybo or yeah, like, all these people it's yeah, all like yeah. this is what you want to look like you know yeah. I'm like who the fuck wants to look like fucking Richard Rich Simmons <laughs> you know like but it's I like think with him, his thing is he's selling fun because, yeah because like, yeah. you know it's not my thing but when I watch it it's like they all look like they're having fun uh, he reached out to that Oprah crowd yeah, yeah that's it it's the so, Oprah crowd. <laughs> still, and he's, but the thing is, like, he's been doing this in the seventies, and people, st- everybody still knows Richard Simmons. Still knows so it's Richard like, yeah. he's he knows what he's doing. He's rich, and people still go to his, uh, pay good money to go to his classes. Yeah, he he was also gay, right? I would assume, but he he was one of those like I never admitted it type of thing. I don't know. Right? I, I've never heard him discuss his sexuality. Yeah, yeah, even when he was with Oprah, he didn't open up. And if you don't open up to Oprah, then 
like, <laughs> I think you've watched a little more Oprah than me. <laughs> Some daytime TV. Dude, I when I used to, I didn't never went to high school, so I saw Oprah and all the soap operas and everything else. They made their first hike. All right. Okay. okay. And we're back. So that was Anna Luxon. Now you can find Anna Luxon on iTunes. She has an album out there and some singles. And she also has a video out on YouTube for Magpies. And uh, remember when looking up Anna Luxon, it's actually L-U-X-I-O-N. Um, and she's a she's a great performer. She's a very talented young lady. And we're really happy to be um, presented. Sophia nodded. You couldn't see that, but she did. <laughs> Okay, um, now of course you can reach us uh, out on Facebook. You can like our page. You can like our page, Sampeña Producciones. Uh, you can also reach us at on Twitter at Sampeña Live. And we're on iTunes. That's the iTunes thing. <laughs> yeah, and you can subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already done so on SoundCloud or Why iTunes. Haven't Why haven't you? You should have. Um, Why the fuck haven't you subscribed to this podcast? Yeah, we need to get you motivated. How Go dare ahead. you listen to it without subscribing? Do it. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Um, yeah, and then uh, keep up to date for... Please hit us up on the Gmail so you can get on the list. So therefore you can also keep up to date when the next uh, show is coming up. Yeah, we actually work uh, fairly hard on presenting these shows. And we, we hope you appreciate them and we hope you show up and uh, enjoy them. Okay, so we're out and check the feed. Later. Thank you. All right, now for a different kind of love song. I've uh, I've never been cheated on, but when I first got here, I was like super in love with this city. And are you guys all LA natives? Mostly ish, sort of, not really. Who's not? Where are you from? Kansas. Kansas. Woo! All right. Um, is it, were you guys saying you are? You are not? Okay, you are. Okay. You're like, uh uh-huh, we are. Excuse me. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so I kind of felt cheated by the city when I first got here because, like, I came here with all this, like, drive and momentum. I just drove across the country. I didn't have anywhere to stay. And then it was like, mm, by the way, no job, no apartment. You're living in a motel now. Okay, thanks. And I was like, right, awesome. That's why we have credit cards. So um, this song could totally be about a person, but for me, it's kind of about Los Angeles and how I was feeling when I was like first here. Um, And so yeah, it's kind of about like feeling cheated or being cheated on. And uh, it's called That's Fine. Did I try too hard to make you love me? I thought by opening my heart it would make it easier, but did I wait too long to say hello? By the time I arrived, it was time for you to go. Do 
It's not like either one of us are even halfway to perfect. We both got our scars and our things we like to change. But baby, I thought we were working and growing together. And now I see the reality was you were running away, and that's fine. Thank you.